Welcome to today's episode of Retailers Podcast. I'm Kylie Ross Seibert, joined by my co-host Abby Shiano, and Hello. we have a very special guest today is uh, Beth Parsons. Now, Beth has worked with Retail Alliance for decades, and we are very, very sad to say that today is her last day at Retail Alliance. So we wanted to take this opportunity and talk to her because she has such a rich history with the with the industry in retail, but with Retail Alliance as well. So wanted to take this opportunity and have a chat with Beth. So welcome to the show, Beth. Thank you. This is going to be great. And um, well, first of all, without showing your age, when did you start with Retail Alliance? Well, I actually started uh, in the summer of 1969. When I was 14 years old. Um, and I worked every summer and Christmas vacations um, up through the time I graduated from college. Now, why did you, how, how come you're allowed to be in the business at that age? Um, at 14, you could get a business um, permit for, for children 14 and over. So okay. uh, that was, my mother took me down. My father told me, he said, you're 14, you can work, you're going to work. And what was the, link? Permit. There a link about your father? Yes, my father, yes, my father ran Retail Alliance. At the time, it was Retail Merchants Association. And um, so, uh, yeah, he, uh, he wanted all of us to learn the value of work at an early age. So we did. So tell us a little bit about what it was like back then. Um, to give you a brief history, in uh, 1903, the chamber uh, asked us to uh, start a, an association just for retailers. Back then, it was for all businesses, and they they realized there was a need uh, for retailers in the community. So we started that, and then um, to help to help them get started and everything that they may need uh, to be successful. Um, in, two, in 1906, we started the credit bureau part, and we continued that probably until 1999-2000 when uh, Equifax acquired all of our files uh, back. Um, and then at that time, we went back to the original purpose of the association uh, mm -hmm. to help our retailers succeed in business. Okay. So, I mean, back when it first started, even the whole time it was a credit bureau, what was your role and what was the role of Retail Merch Association that it was called at the time? What was the role there? Well, it was to provide credit information to our members uh, so that they could in turn um, give credit to the people, to, to the clients that came into their stores. So um, they were local, local businesses, were they? Right, like right. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because like, I know I heard like um the down especially like in downtown Norfolk, there used to be bigger department stores. Yes, that was before uh it was before you had all the national chains. Everything okay. was local, all your department stores were local. Um, almost all of your department stores locally had their own credit departments. Um, so they, you would go in there, uh, one of them in this area was Smith & Welton. So you would go into Smith & Welton's to their credit department and you could buy things at their store on credit. And uh, that's where we came in because at the time there were hundreds of credit bureaus across the country and we were just one 
that um, had all the credit information of the stores in our area. And so we literally had files of people. <laughs> yes, we did. We had lots of files. In fact, one of my first job was uh, a company would call in, a store would call in and say, I need uh, the credit. What credit do you have on Beth Parsons? And my job as a file clerk is they would uh, give me a sheet of paper and I would go in the files and I would pull out and see if there was a file. And the files looked like this. And so what would happen is I'd take it, we'd take them out, I'd give it to a, one of the people uh, and their job was to call the, the uh, store back, the retail store back, and it would have all their uh, information. It, 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 it was really crazy. It had all their uh, uh, personal information, if they were married, how many kids they had, uh, if they were in the newspaper for anything, it was in there. It was a lot of, a lot of personal stuff about them, whether they were an upstanding citizen of the community. Um, so uh, we did that. I, uh, I actually was a file clerk. That's what I started and in the mailroom. But at night, you know, you had stacks of credit of these credit files and a lot of the military in the area, uh, military men who needed extra money, they would come in and they would file these back every night. Oh, really? That's interesting. Yes. So, I mean, everything changed then once the local department stores sort of, you know, died out, That's I true. suppose, what happened? That's true. I can remember when um, MasterCard and Visa came out. And they had massive campaigns to get people to, um, to get a MasterCard and Visa. Um, and at that time, also around that time, it used to be that um, credit file was in, would be in my husband's name. I would be on the file, but I would not have one in my name. Um, so this particular location, my father, um, went to Washington and they, uh, went to a, spoke in front of Congress and for the need to split credit files. And at that time, then you came up with two credit files. You had, I had to have my own and my husband had to have his own. And uh, it, was, um, it was a challenge at first because women didn't have credit, uh, but eventually that started working out where they did. And this is where the MasterCard and Visas came in, where they started uh, giving credit to women. In their name only. Was that in like the 70s or 80s? Like how far back? This was around, this was in the 70s. Okay. This started, pretty much started. Wow. I can remember coming in um, into uh, our boardroom, a huge table, and just thousands of credit applications that we would, that MasterCard would have sent us information on these people. We would pull a credit report. We would, uh, at the time, it was nothing was electronically like it is now. So we would get all the information and then send it back to them. So you were getting requests from MasterCard and Visa to check someone's credit. Right, right. They didn't have the files. They no, we owned the files. Uh, yeah. This was the difference. We owned all the credit files in this area. Uh, and that was one of the differences than it is now, because since we owned them, we had the capability, if you had something on your credit file that was not true 
or you thought maybe something was incorrect, then we could we could go in there and check it out. We could go to a to a uh, a store or or the courthouse or whatever and check out what was on there that you were disputing, and then we could have we could fix it that day. We uh, and that was one of my that was one of one job I had was that um, if something was fixed, um, it was okay. But if something was fixed that had been derogatory on a file, then a report was generated every day on those. And one of my jobs was to look at that, make sure that it was done in accordance to the law of how it was supposed to be done. Wow. And even to this day, Beth, I still see people coming to our door thinking that we have their credit file. That's yes. crazy. <laughs> yes, and it is. In um, two thousand, about two thousand one, when they uh, Equifax acquired our bureau, our credit files. So at that time, we did not own them any longer. And because of the service we provided, of uh, people coming in um, wanting to know what was on their file, they had been denied credit, or they're going to be buying a house. They wanted to know. Um, unfortunately, when that happened, we did not own them any longer, so we could not pull a credit report. Yeah. And because of that, like you said, we still get people coming to our door. I still get phone calls, several phone calls a week with people wanting to know. And uh, the fortunate thing is that I've been here so long and I knew about it is I can at least uh, counsel them in a way of what they need to do mm -hmm. and where they can go uh, and who to call. So. Right which I, I believe is, is like with the three credit bureaus mm -hmm. that. So, okay. So once so, we saw all of the, sorry, what was that, Abby? I was, I was gonna say, um, if you wanted to switch gears slightly from credit files, cause I think we yeah. could talk about them forever. <laughs> it's interesting, since I'm sorry. It's, <laughs> since it's, it's such a, like a big part of our history though, but I just did want to ask Beth, she's been here so long and I was wondering if she could pick a favorite memory from here. And I don't know if that's even possible, but I know there's so many good ones. I will say, no, I don't know what was a favorite memory, but the most outstanding, I mean, the, the one I think made the biggest impact. Um, the day we went from this and we automated. Mm. And that way people could call in. It went from people calling in um, to call it to getting this information to calling in to me sitting at a computer well it was like a it, it was something like a computer and you give me the information and I type it in it pulls up right then and I give it and then it went from there to now um, uh, the people that pull credit the businesses that pull credit that extend credit can now have the program in their office with the uh, Equifax program pulling credit files. So it's, no, it's just instantaneous. It's it's instantaneous everything yeah. um, with the credit. I thought, you know, I thought Beth, you were going to say it was the day that I started at Retail Alliance. Exactly yes. what I thought. Well, that was. That was, that was my second best. That was what I was hoping would come out of her mouth, but then she brought up credit yes. files again. Yes. <laughs> yes. And we used to have, you know, when we owned the files, we used to uh, every every night we would get a copy. Of all the credit files in the area, wow. every update, every update that was ever done, we would get a copy of it just in case something happened. We would have uh, 
That's an electronic thing. Credit information. <laughs> Too old. This is in the 80s. <laughs> Does that go into a computer? Yes, it went into it. We had, in fact, um, it would be listening to this. If, if something if happened, huge, we had, we had huge computers behind us. But they sent this to us just in case if something ever happened and the information was lost. These came in every, these came in and they would go into a vault because of course credit reports there, you just can't keep them lying around. You know? It's over a foot in diameter. It looks like something that can save you from drowning. I yes, they were huge. They were huge. But you have to realize back then they were, I mean, there were these big computers behind in a room by themselves. On they look like servers. Well, we have a servers now. Yeah. 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 I can remember the very first, you know, just changing something quickly here. But I can remember when I was in college and I had to do uh, it was the computers. I had to do something over at ODU and I had to uh, submit in um, in cards what I wanted them to run the program. That huge building and the engineering division over there, huge building that did that. I would come back a week later and get the results of what I submitted is nowhere even near um, the capability of what's on this little laptop right here. So uh, that, that's, that's really interesting. I think that's really interesting that you can speak on how technology has impacted every business in our own, because I was obviously raised in an age where it already existed. And so I never right. had to really right. adapt. Was it hard for you and everyone you worked with to kind of adapt to this new world where everything is just so instant or was it easy? I think because it happened gradually, mm -hmm. it's not waking up one morning and all of a sudden you have to learn how to use a smartphone. Right. You, know, you started out with pay as you go phones and little flip phones. And, and right. you, I can remember when uh, I were, when um, we had a new uh, computers for the first time and it was DOS. That was interesting because you had to know DOS and, um, mm -hmm. Uh, the program and when they came up with windows it was like oh my gosh isn't this what i gotta do is push a <laughs> push an icon and it's and it's really good but uh um it, it wasn't difficult i don't think because you learned it step by step and i think right. too Beth, it, it, you're right like i feel like the development was it, although it was quick in terms of like time but the development went in stages where it brought people along whereas I feel like, you know, things change like this now, like, you know, you're getting a new yes. iPhone every year and you're getting, you know, whereas the development of the actual technology, you know, went, I mean, I remember electronic typewriters in my lifetime and, you know, the big yes. computers that, you know, and I mean, yeah, that, that was only what in the, in the eighties and nineties. Right. Right. The good thing back then is that there was absolutely no record of what you did. There are no pictures. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> I tell people now, and I know why. I tell people, I say, you know, it's something to be said for back then where not every single thing is recorded. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, uh, my college friends, we had fun. And um, no way, I mean, you just didn't, you just didn't, <laughs> no one would make picture. I mean, you had to take a picture, then take it down the street to have it developed at, at a photo lab or something on the corner. So, um, you know, um, it's it's changed it's changed a lot i think some of it for the good you know yeah. some of it i'm not so sure because you know you're on your phone all the time right but so going back to your development then i mean 
when we reverted back to being more of a merchants association after Equifax bought the credit files and stuff, what did you do? Because th there must have been a whole load of people that no longer really had jobs. There was. We went from 80 people, 80 employees to at the very end uh, till about 15 because we didn't have credit files anymore. Yeah. And because we didn't have credit files anymore, we didn't do mortgage credit reports. See, people would come to us to, if you had to buy a home, they would, uh, the uh, companies would come to us to get a mortgage credit report. They didn't come to us anymore for that. See, now you can do a lot of that stuff online. So, you know, we, you know, we lost that. Um, at the time when we were, when this changed, I was actually going to court with another one of my coworkers here. Um, and we would pick up the mortgages, I mean mortgages, I'm sorry, the judgments, um, the judgments every every day, uh, bankruptcies that, and then we would download them, upload them, I was sure to speak, uh, to Equifax so they could put them on the credit reports. And then after that, I we went back to the association of um, taking care of our members like we did in 1903. And that's when I moved into the position I am now with the executive assistant. And we probably should have mentioned that at the beginning, that you are the executive assistant to the CEO, but also you have a secondary role, which is just as important, if not more important, is the secretary to the board. Right, right, because right. We, when, when, so we all, did we always have a board of directors then? The board of directors, I think we finally got a, we finally got a board of directors and um, I have it. It was around... It was around that time um, during that. Yeah, it was so, around that time because I have people, <laughs> they're amazed. Um, I am the keeper of the minutes and being that I have every minute of every board meeting since 1903 yeah. in books. We bind them every year. Yeah. We bind them. We have them. Um, and people say, why would you need to keep that? Or why, you know, what is the purpose? And uh, our current CEO, Ray Mattis, he, uh, when he took over as CEO, one of the things he did was go through a lot of those books uh, to read some of the old uh, minutes to see what the purpose of some of the things that they did. That yeah, they, sure. that, that, that they wanted to achieve. So that, um, that was a, to keep the history uh, of our place, to keep um, that we're on the right track you know, I'm not saying that we don't, uh, we do change, we do um, grow, we are growing, we grow all the time, we're changing and growing, so. Right, so, and, you know, going into retirement, what is your plan? <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> well, the first thing, I'm going to be spending some time with family, um, and I have four grandchildren in the area, and I really want to spend more time with them, um, and let, let them spend time with me. And, um, and I also uh, do travel. I'm a travel agent on the side. So uh, yeah, I'll be doing that. And uh, so if anyone needs like a travel agent. Yeah, uh, that's what I do. I will say like you are a Disney expert. Disney um, and I also, <laughs> I also do the cruises, the carnivals and the, and the, and the Royal Caribbeans yeah. and the Disney's. You know, they, mm -hmm. they just, they've just gotten, all three of them have just gotten some new ships in. So, uh, and it's fun. Yes. It's, it's fun to help people uh, to be able to go on maybe their dream 
mm -hmm. vacation or just a fun vacation. Yeah. It's a lot. The next thing you do is you'll delete all of our phone numbers and so we can't, <laughs> so we can't contact you every day. So no, in fact, I asked I asked one of my coworkers today who's the keeper of all that. And when we update it, sends it out to all the employees. I said, now I need you to run me a copy of that, the latest one. So I'll have it. You know, just because I'm leaving doesn't mean I'm leaving, you know. Um Leaving the bill, I mean, I'm leaving all you guys. So uh, I've made a lot of good friends. Uh, I really have. There's so many. There's so many uh, memories about what we have been through with our families, um, because we are so close. We do in this in this company. Um, we take care of each other. Yeah, for we sure. Really do. We really do. I remember when I remember when uh, Kylie came. And she just became a U.S. citizen. When was this? Last year? Yes. Two months ago. Yeah. Yeah. She just became a U.S. citizen. And yep. she says, I need somebody to write me a letter so I can stay in this country. <laughs> I must have done something right because you're still here. <laughs> that was a great letter. I don't know how true any of it was, but it was great. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, we do. We take care of each other. And, um, and, and, that's, and that's the lovely part of this uh, organization. Well, we're all going to miss your face around here and i'm sure. gonna miss everyone yeah. you know? i mean from the people i've been working with i've been working with some people here for 30 years and some of you for 10 years and and miss abby right there about a year so uh it's um yeah. new, new new people new friends mm -hmm. so uh, it's uh it's it's, it's yeah. been it's been a good it's been a good journey well, i didn't get enough time dang it <laughs> <laughs> no but as you say, she's, you know, you'll have a phone number. <laughs> I do. I do. Just don't call I, too much. <laughs> I'll, I'll like all your stuff on Facebook, Beth. Oh, I'm so glad. I'm so glad. That, that means a lot coming from a young person who's on social media a lot. And on Instagram, not Facebook. So, you know, she's, that's a big deal. <laughs> so, I do what I can. Yeah. Is there anything else, Beth, that you wanted to, any other story, any highlights or anything you wanted to share? I don't think so. I think that pretty much uh, sums it up. I mean, just so the wish, fact that... Yeah, I, I, I'd asked you a few years ago to write a book because I feel like there is just so much history you've yeah yeah um, you know so it, at least we spent half an it, hour talking to you <laughs> it's funny because you know it you do have a lot you do have a lot of uh history with business and personal and community i just uh lost my stepmom who was 101 and the stuff that we went through um with what she lived through in yeah. her in her 100 years everything i mean it was it's just phenomenal when you sit back and think about it and just with me it was um for uh, 30 years here mm -hmm. so uh and, the, and what i experienced um well 30 years the last but being here since uh, i was 14 all the uh changes yeah and uh nowadays all the laws that were changed all the laws that you know were changed to help people uh, get credit you know it used to be you could call you would call and it's like who's going to help me this is a
I'm back. I got booted out of the video. <laughs> Are we all back? We're all back. Yeah, what happened? Oh, we did? I think we did, yeah. Beth, you're muted. <laughs> well, you know what? I think that is a good time to wrap it up then. <laughs> um, Beth, I'll just unmute you myself. That's a good idea. Oh, I can't. I just can only ask her to. Yeah. I, there we go. There I am. Okay. Now you can hear me. Okay, we're all back on. Technology, all right, well, you gotta love it. <laughs> um, Beth, thank you so much for joining us. You're welcome. And giving us some this. of your time on your last day. Well, thank you. Thank you. All right. Um, you've been listening to the Retail Is podcast. If you've enjoyed what you've heard, you can find more at retailalliance.com slash retail dash is dash podcast or search YouTube for Retail Alliance. I'm Abby Shayano. And I'm Kylie Ross-Seibert. Thanks for and listening. And Beth Parsons. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Thanks, Beth.